I love that I'm able to teach others what I've learned. And I hope that they really are able to apply everything that they learned from me into their own life to become happier and healthier. Hello, friend. You're listening to the Edited for Content Show, a place where we try to understand a topic by extracting truth from theater. If you like this podcast, let me know, share it, and come back again. I will admit, there has been times when I needed to pump myself up a little bit before tackling certain tasks. Would I call these affirmations? Probably not. Affirmations promote self-confidence and belief in abilities. It's a focus reset to help remove fears and negative feelings and set you up for better outcomes. The mind is something I don't believe anyone truly understands. There are Tibetan monks that can control oxygen intake, body temperature, and even brain waves. Think about that for a second. I can't even control my obsession with coffee. How does an affirmation improve oneself? Let's find out. My guest is certified in meditation, a soul teacher, fitness influencer, cookie keeper, and host of her own podcast, Let's Chat with Jay Bax. Please welcome to my show, Jessica Bax. Jessica, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Earl, for having me. And I wish we had a crowd of people clapping for us right now. So I'll just clap. Well, Woo! you know what? Okay, fine. All right. I hate cheesy stuff, but I will do this for you. Um, normally, oh, bring it on. normally I wouldn't, but I will. I will do this for you. <laughs> That's um, what I needed. Now I'm hyped. <laughs> I have this. So I have this um, Zoom P4, right? And it comes with these pre-selected, like this little sound pad. And these are the four sounds. So you heard the crowd go wild, right? And then you hear, <laughs> right? The typical. You'll need one. that a lot, though, because well, I'm funny. So, well, of course. <laughs> well, and but then if you really bomb a joke, I feel like I'm going to hear that more than the laugh. <laughs> well, the one you don't want to hear is. <laughs> aren't those great? Oh, don't you dare use that for me <laughs> aren't those great it came preloaded um i haven't put anything out like I, I have no desire to put anything else on there but i've never you're the first one i've never used any of them because i don't know it just never come up but that was great so yes you get a standing ovation for coming on the show so a little background on how i came across you was from listening to your show which is just awesome and for anybody who hasn't listened to the show, there's going to be a link in the notes, the show notes, and to everything that you have, which is, we're going to go through it. You have just a little bit of everything going on. But the podcast is really this kind of a rebirth of you. Where did that passion come from to want to decide to help others? Because I'm not saying I'm selfish, but I wouldn't put the time that you do in, in helping others. So where did that come from and how did that come about? Yeah, well, I really love, you know, connecting with others. And I find the best way to making people feel good is really setting the standards. And, you know, that was was becoming who I am and recreating myself and then putting it out there. You know, when I was in college, I claimed that I wanted to be a nurse because I wanted to help others. And, you know, that's true, but I failed chemistry. Um, I got a 40, called my mom, said, hey, I got to drop that class. And she said, you're a disappointment. And I was like, but mom, there's so many other things I can do up there. <laughs> but then I really started to like help myself. You know, I, I struggled with 
anxiety and depression and major self-hate due to a shitty mindset and, you know, bad body image. And I know that a lot of people suffer from that. And whether you're my age, I'm a 26 year old and, you know, have been really working on myself, but it can resonate with so many people, no matter what their age is. So I started working on myself and thought, how can I show up more? And how can I use what I've learned and how can I educate others? So I started my Instagram and I started just sharing all of this content and just putting myself out there to build confidence in myself in hopes to build confidence in other people. And when I can hear that they've evolved themselves from just listening or watching or just reaching out to me, it is like I, I have butterflies in my stomach right now that I'm able to actually feel people through the screen and know that what I'm doing, what I'm putting out there, people are really affected by it. And if I ever want to stop, I get that message and they're like, Hey, you're doing great. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep helping others. (laughs) Right. You're in California, Mm -hmm. but you didn't grow up in California. No. So where are you from? I am from St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri. So, Missouri, misery, whatever you want to call it. I born and raised there. Um, and I say St. Louis, but I'm like 30 minutes south of St. Louis. Fenton, Missouri is my hometown. And it just is not my vibe. Right. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, obviously, I mean, if you, if people look at me, they're like, she's a total Cali girl, total Cali girl. Uh, I self-identify I guess other people identify me as this too, as a hippie, because I'm just out there, you know, doing my thing, living life. In your podcast, you say you are spitting mad fire (laughs) from your mouth to our ears. So tell me, where did that come from? Where is this thing about spitting fire? Well, you know, I think I'm funny. (laughs) As I say in my podcast every time, um, whether anyone laughs at me or not, I'll still laugh. And... When I started my podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I actually am not a big podcast listener. I don't listen to podcasts. I listened to one podcast before I started my episode, and it was Emma Chamberlain. A friend sent me her. I listened to maybe 15 minutes of it, wasn't really attracted to what was happening in the in the show, and was like, I'm going to make my own. I'm just going to make a script up. So I just was sitting down one day outside drinking a beer, and I'm like, Mad fire from my mouth to your ears? Hell yeah. Just <laughs> typing it out. And then like I say in an episode, like the very first episode, like holy shit balls was one of the first things I say. And people loved that. And I'm like, that's honestly how I talk. I exaggerate and I add some curse words in it. I'm definitely a sailor um, by nature in that sense. So my mom hates it, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, your mom, um, I think she's still traumatized by the whole chemistry thing, to be honest with you. Like, I think, I think that has really affected her long term. Yeah, it's, yeah, she's, you know, it's not so much the fire out of your mouth as it is. I wanted you to be a nurse. Like, that, that you know, I could see that. But yeah, in your podcast, that's what you say. And then you talk about these affirmations. And it's the reason I'm doing shows where I interview people is because I'd rather talk to people than try to come up with stuff on my own. I did one solo cast thing and I, yeah, no, that's your gig. That's not my gig. <laughs> but where do you get the inspirations for these affirmations that you have in your show? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my affirmations really come from, you know, what I need to hear most. Um, I, you know, I wake up every morning and I write affirmations to myself because that really hypes me up. You know, I start affirming myself and I'm able to kind of take on the day head first. 
And I really didn't start getting into affirmations until about you know June of 2020. That was the most wild year. We all know that. Oh, yeah. um, and I really was like, you know what? What can I do to to change my mindset? What can I really do to get involved? And I started to look towards meditations. And meditations was something that really kind of helped ground me. And as it was very difficult in the beginning to, you know, sit quiet with yourself, clear things from your mind, I tried to find something else to do. So I kind of looked towards self-love and affirmations. And I would just sit there and I could breathe. I could think about anything I wanted to, but someone would say 20 to 100 affirmations to me in my ears. And I would just soak them in. And it just helped me so much look at myself better. And then now it's like, I have this almost like a vocabulary or this dictionary of affirmations and and it's a Wikipedia page inside my head of how can I rephrase things to really help me understand myself better, any of the traumas I'm going through, any of the struggles that I need to overcome. What do I need to tell myself to affirm that I got this, that I am great, that I am special, that everything I put my mind to, I will accomplish. That's like one of my favorite ones. Mm -hmm. And then how can I share that out with others? So kind of what's the difference, I guess, then from an affirmation versus like Mm -hmm. a meditation? Yeah, great question. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand. So a meditation, it's, there's so many different styles of meditation. Like you said in the intro, you know, I'm getting certified in meditation and I've learned so much about it. And it's, there's so many different styles affirmations can just be you're sitting down saying, you know, I am kind, I am brave, I am strong. But when you have a meditation with it, they usually ask you to quiet your mind, find a good posture. And then they try and say, think about these affirmations, repeat them to yourself. So instead of me just, you know, writing out my own affirmations and then reading them, I actually have someone saying to me through my ears, you are strong. So I am saying in my brain, I am strong. And then I can say out loud, I am strong. And then I can write it down. So that's four ways of hearing it. So you're hammering that in over and over and over again. And that's essentially what you need to do with affirmations. They don't stick after one time. You have to continue to say it. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed that affirmation, not only necessarily to calm yourself down, but to kind of put yourself in the right place to deal with something that was way more to handle if you didn't do it yeah I mean I've as I'll say we rescheduled a meeting last week you know we were going to talk last week and I was going through some shit and I was sobbing I was in my feels and it was it was one of those times and you know people may look at me and be like oh well she's always so positive she's always so happy you know she always has her shit together And that is not true for literally any person out there. So, you know, I was really able to read those affirmations or write those affirmations to myself and reaffirm that whatever I was going through, I will get through it. Everything will work out. Just constantly reminding myself, take a breath. You got this. You, You are all of these things that I was telling myself I wasn't. And I took a breath with it. I laid and took a nap in the park. I listened to five meditations that day. Some were affirmations. Some were just calming me down and kind of being with myself. But having those affirmations really allowed me to reassure myself, reaffirm myself 
that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and that these hardships, these overwhelming feelings are making me stronger and, and leading me on a path to something that is greater for me in the future. First of all, and this is, like I said, this is why listening to your show is just great because you have that centered ability. Like you have that knowledge base to know when you're off center, like when something in your world is off and you need to, to do those things. You haven't heard the intro to this yet, but one of the things I say in the intro that before I go into this is there are times that I, I felt like in my life that I've tried to pump myself up a little bit before tackling a task, but I don't know if I would call it an affirmation, but I guess in a way it, it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's technically a form of meditation. I mean, when people think that you need to meditate for 30 minutes, you have to be in a secluded area on top of a mountain. Like that's how some of us see it. I mean, just taking that deep breath, whether it's one or you take 60 seconds to yourself and then you just have that, that inner self talk where you're hyping yourself up, you're being kind to yourself. And that's something that we need is we need that reassurance. And it may not be, I am this, I choose this, but you are saying you got this. Mm -hmm. And that's you just reaffirming that like, wherever you are right now, like you got this, like it may be challenging, but keep on going, keep on doing it. And like with this podcast thing, it is incredible that you have put yourself out there. And I stress that for everyone. People say everyone has a podcast. I know someone who has a podcast from over here, over here, over here. They don't. Someone who has a podcast, they're not like us. You have your own stuff that you're showing and you're showing up for yourself and you're bringing on amazing people. I mean, yes, I'm tooting my own horn at that oh, one, but, but you're putting, you're bringing on, <laughs> yes, that's what we needed. I'm glad you chose that one, <laughs> but you're really, you know, you're putting yourself out there. We're having this conversation and I kind of see it as we are building this connection. Yes. I don't care if I had a hundred thousand followers, like we are building this connection and like, it's great to speak to someone like, you know, face to face as we're doing right now and then have this open dialogue. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, for me, it was very important to do it this way. And I'm kind of like you in the sense that I didn't necessarily listen to a lot of podcasts, but the ones that I listened to, I realized that I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't have a Rolodex full of famous people that I can call up and say, hey, you want to come over and talk? But I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to talk to interesting people. And I wanted to talk to people about things that they could teach me because I want to learn. And like, you know, and that's, and that's one thing is that you, you have this amazing teacher, you know, and so I won't lie. The first time I saw your website, I'm like, yeah, she should have been like a a grade school teacher. Like that's more of like, (laughs) so when you said you wanted to be a nurse, I was kind of like, really? Like, you don't want to teach like kindergarten or something like like you're more of the librarian kindergarten teacher versus like it's the glass it's the glass yeah yeah she's wearing glasses and she looks smart which by the way I thought was funny because I don't know if any of your pictures have the glasses I realized um a year ago that I have astigmatism I'm pretty against posting I think I posted one picture with glasses on which I think I'm wearing a beanie have a crop top on as always I think they look cute but yeah, I usually don't post pictures with my glasses on. I try not to wear them. Um, it's just, it's a, a tick I have. I'm like, I can't do it. I have to not have glasses. But I, I do look smart, so I'll take it. Left or right eye? Both? Can you have both? Oh, you, I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. Mine, I, my stigmatism is in my right eye. 
Okay, I'm going to say my right eye too because I don't think it's both. I lied about that one. Well, I, <laughs> I just well, guessed. And the only reason I found out one day was because I was in a, a meeting at work and I was looking at this big screen and it was just slightly fuzzy. But if I mm-hmm. turned my eyes just a little bit to one side, it cleared up. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. And that's what it is, is it's just altering that focal length, just a little bit of the one eye, and then it clears right up. So, and I wasn't really, I mean, I'm not a big ophthalmology guy, so I was like, okay, whatever. So they're like, oh yeah, you got astigmatism, not a big deal. And my prescription is so tiny that it's it's irritating Mm -hmm. because as I get through the day and I get a little tired, it gets a little more fuzzy. And I have to wear them, and I'm just like, but yeah, I'm like you. I'm like, I tried contacts for about 15 minutes. Yeah, no. For astigmatism? I hate glasses. Girl. I hate glasses. <laughs> you, I'm cleaning these things all Dude. the time. I wear mine dirty all the time. So I, I bring my glasses <laughs> with me to the beach everywhere. So I, I actually, when I realized that I had astigmatism, I picked up my glasses, and I immediately drove to see a sunset. Earl, I cried. Because Uh-oh. I, and I journaled about it because I was like, sunsets mean so much to me. And I was like, I just saw the sunset in HD. Oh, yeah. HD. It was absolutely incredible. But that now I, I bring, my case is falling apart. It has, my cat chewed it up and I put him on and sand was on him. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just wear it with oh, sand, yeah. like fingerprints. Like, I don't need to clean them. It's fine. That's how I do it. <laughs> when you first got him, when you went to step off a curb, did it seem like it was really big? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Right? What? Yes. Wow. Okay. I feel like we're so much closer now. now. <laughs> but it's true, right? Like all of a sudden, like you, you go from just kind of normal and then you put these glasses on and all of a sudden it was like, I felt like I was like stepping off like this huge thing. And I was <laughs> yes. like, it, cause walking initially when I got him, I was like, wow, this is so much different. And you're like, right. It was like HD. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. That's what I, it looks like. Maybe I didn't need these. All right. <laughs> But I, I've only had mine, I actually held out until, God, I think it was 36, 37, something before I got them. So I held out a long time. But both my parents wore glasses. So, yeah. I mean, it was inevitable. My mom is blind. She is very blind. My dad has twenty twenty, and he's like 60. Like, good for him. Rock on. Right? Yeah. Good for him. What's Why he do? For, what, what's he do? Um, he is a, uh, an engineer program lead. So he like leads a building of engineers. Yeah. Wow. So maybe. Yeah. He's great. My mom's in procurement. My sister's a nurse. She's had a baby and I'm doing this. And of the, <laughs> and of the three of them, you're the happiest, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I told my parents, I'm like, Hey, I'm reading this book. I want to drop everything I'm doing and live in a van. Cause I'm happy now, but I'll be happier than they were like, Jessica, you need to burn that book. Stop reading that book. You are not going to do that. My sister was like, they're such boomers. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) I know. You support me. I'm so holding out for the Volkswagen electric van. Yes. I am holding out. Like, I have to have that. I'm going to have one too. Oh, I have to have one. (laughs) Because I looked at it. I've been watching it since. I think they first announced it was coming out like in 2019, 2018, something like that. And I've been drooling over it. I'm <laughs> I'm a little concerned about the distance thing. I, I'm going to yeah. need like the upgraded battery, but like weekend camping trips, like the whole nine. I'm like I I have to have that. I really do. And it's yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. You understand? <laughs> you understand? Totally worth it. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. But anyways, okay. Well, I digress. So 
you <laughs> I'm like, we're talking this is so great. Um yeah, were we talking about something important? Oh yeah, that's right. Affirmations. When you were in earlier you were talking about like getting healthy and getting fit and things like that. What was kind of your breaking point or where was your kind of you hit the basement and you're like, Yeah, no, this isn't gonna fly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember this date so clearly, um, and it's something that I post about or used to post about a lot, like before and after pictures. But on December 28th of 2014, I was in my very messy college uh, apartment room, and I was wearing this leopard bra and these really crappy brown like thong that my grandma bought me when I was in seventh grade. Right. I don't know. I feel like I need to tell that part. But anyways, I was wearing that outfit and I walked up to my mirror and I was disgusted with myself. I looked at myself and I was like, you are absolutely atrocious. And I decided that day that I was going to make a change. So I snapped a picture with my really, (laughs) really small iPhone with a green case. And I told myself that I'm going to go to the gym for spring break of 2015, that was in March. And I, I started working out and I started seeing changes. And, you know, I was drinking heavily still. I was still eating a, a lot of bad things, but I was still able to see changes because I was putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that sometimes people think that you can't do. If you're still eating and drinking bad, that you can't see changes, but you, you can for the most part. But then after... You know, I lost 15 pounds. I went to spring break. I felt so confident. I'm like, look at me, boys. Like, hello. Look at all the things I did for myself. But I got back and I still, I still didn't like myself. I still didn't like my body. So I'm like, let's keep going. So I mean, honestly, from, from March of 25th, 2014, um, I, I dropped another, I don't even know how many pounds, but I was really small by the end of that year. So, um, you know, by the end of December of 2015, I probably lost about 35 to 40 pounds and wow, it was huge for me to lose that much weight for that. But when, what was it that you still didn't like though? Because I mean, you're losing weight, you're losing weight, you're losing weight. Yeah. And I, I think it just kind of sat with me. Like, you know, you are, you're not good enough. And I just kept telling myself that no matter, you know, banging body or not, you know, I'm still thinking to myself, like, you could be smaller, you could be really? you could be skinnier, you could be more muscular. I constantly was telling myself that I could do more, I could do better. And I'm having some reflections right now, because I tell myself things about that, not about my body, but about like where I'm at in life right now. So this is great for me to talk through this. That's why I love doing podcasts, because you have reflections. But I, I really just kept telling myself over and over again, you're not good enough. What you've done is just, it's still, it's still worthless. So in a way it was almost like a negative affirmation because you kept, kept repeating the same negative phrases over and over again. So, so is that a thing? Is negative affirmation a thing? You know, no one's ever classified it as that, but earlier on to something, because I, I mean, I, I still sometimes struggle with, with the negative affirmations. Like we'll bring up last week again. That's just a common theme. We'll just go with, it's like, you have those negative affirmations where you're constantly telling yourself, I don't have something. I could be doing more. I could be doing better at things. Um, and that's where you have to 
acknowledge and mm-hmm. actually call yourself out like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you saying that to yourself? And then really like identifying the key aspects of why are you telling yourself those things and how can you switch it? And yes, you can start reaffirming yourself and switching the narrative that, you know, I am all of these things. I am doing the best I can, but then you have to actually work towards it and you have to constantly, you know, move in that direction of changing that mindset. And anytime that negative affirmation comes into your head, I'm going to use that. I love that Earl. (laughs) Anytime that negative affirmation comes into your head, you have to really sit with it and be gentle with yourself and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, I know you're feeling this and I know you're going through this, but Hey, you are amazing. And let's, let's move forward with that. And how can you change your mindset, adjust your mindset, take a breath and move forward with, with being kind to yourself. What do you think is easier, the negative or the positive? I mean, the negative for sure. And I say that because I say that because it's, it's easier for people to talk negative. I think for, for me, I think right now it's, it's easier for me to talk positive to myself because I practice over and over and over again, but let's talk to the people mm-hmm. and everyone's going to start shaking their head. Like, yes, it's so much easier to talk negatively to yourself. And, you know, I, I partially, if not fully accredit this to society telling us, you know, you could be skinnier, you could be eating healthier, you could be richer, you could have more, you could have all of these luxurious things or be so amazing, but you're not. And you can, if you get this, it's in this. So we constantly tell ourselves or, or look at things. And sometimes, you know, we use social media as a great thing for ourselves, but it can be toxic in a way where we're like, well, she has that and he has that and I want that. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly telling ourselves negative affirmations. So constantly reminding yourself to switch that narrative around. It takes weeks. It takes months. It takes constant practice as everything does. Affirmations are a practice Mm -hmm. and you have to remind yourself. And I challenge people, hey, start once a day, start twice a day, start morning, evening and afternoon. You know, like all of those things, you have to just constantly remind yourself like, get out of your head that's so negative and start filling it, filling your bucket with mm-hmm. all this positivity, all of those plus signs versus those negative signs. You're listening to Edited for Content, separating truth from theater. But people feed on negative and kind of draw you into to that and i think that you know to your point it's it is easier to believe that and i think when you get stuck with that loop in your head it's really hard to break that loop yeah i mean we are constantly telling ourselves we aren't good enough and then we have ads telling ourselves you're right you're not good enough and that's where you have to again change the narrative start telling yourself you're good enough start watching those commercials being like, screw you. I am good enough. I don't need to go through all of these things. And that's where like, you know, comes diet culture. Like you could be skinny, but you have to buy these diet pills. And I've tried diet pills. I mean, anyone listening, please get off the diet pills. Like, please, please, please. It is so bad for you. Just do good for your body. Move it constantly, you know, even 15 minutes a day. That's important. And then fuel yourself. That makes you feel good. People know what does and doesn't make them feel good. Diet pills, 
acknowledge they don't make you feel good. If you don't drink enough water, you're dizzy. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy what they can do for you. Oh, absolutely. There's actually a great documentary, and I think it's on Netflix, that talks about weight loss. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I took away from that that really blew my mind was how the, you know, you lose 10 pounds and you gain 20. They explain how that works. So when you lose 10 pounds, it's not 10 pounds of fat. There's a percentage of muscle. Okay. Hold on a second. Hey, had enough out of you. Eh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Dogs. Anyways, I know you got a cat. They don't do that. So Two cats, they do that. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> right. So, okay. So going back. So in weight loss, when you lose 10 pounds, it's not 10 pounds of fat. There's a certain percentage of fat, but then there's a little bit larger percentage of muscle. So when it happens is that when you fall off the wagon or something horrible happens, you gain back the fat cells that are replacing what you've also lost in muscle. So now what you gain back, because fat does weigh more than muscle, mm-hmm. is you're replacing that. And that's why it's always you're gaining more if you don't stay with it. In that, And when they, the way they explained it, I was like, oh, that sucks. The other thing they explained, which I thought was something that every person on the planet should know, is when you first lose weight for like the first, God, I want to say it was six to eight weeks, your fat cells replace themselves with water. Mm-hmm. So you won't notice a difference in weight or appearance. And then one day, it just kind of all starts happening. But if you think about people who want the, and we live in a society where fast food, fast weddings, fast divorces, fast, so fast weight loss is just an ingrained concept. So if you don't lose it fast and you don't look like you're losing it fast, I'm going to go to the pill, right? Which nobody, yeah. yeah. And those pills, like you said, it's, I mean, but it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And that's, it's, it's constantly growing. And something that I have to remind my, my girls, my clients is it's, and then they, they say something where it's like in four weeks, four to six weeks, you may start noticing something. You personally mm-hmm. will start noticing your body changing, but sometimes that's just way, it's not fast enough for people. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Hey, I've been working out for two weeks. What am I doing wrong? I need something more. Should I starve myself? Should I like be in a calorie deficit? Like, what do I do? Like, just be patient. Mm-hmm. be patient you're fine and then they say in six to ten weeks then you know stranger or your family's going to start noticing mm-hmm. and then you know 12 weeks strangers are going to start noticing so it's like it's this constant progression or you have to completely add that patience and back into you it's it, it's not just about losing weight it's not just about you know shrinking that waist growing your booty it's honestly about getting healthy. And I think I've been, I've really kind of changed the narrative of what I work for is, you know, I used to be so strict on, you have to be skinny, you have to lose weight, you have to be strict on your diet, macros, calorie deficit, counting calories, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And that's exhausting. And it's not fun. You, I went to a restaurant for a year with my parents and I had an app out and we would sit there for an hour just trying to type in and search at 54th Street Bar and Grill, you know, what can I have this Caesar salad? Oh, it has 600 calories. Well, I, I won't fit in my diet. So what about this instead? Mm-hmm. You know, trying to swap things out. And it's exhausting, mentally exhausting. And you kind of get down on yourself like, well, I can't eat anything here. So what am I doing? And then you end up eating it. And then you're looking at your tracker and it says you did bad. 
Like, yeah. how dare you do that when you're in this diet, diet world, but it, you had a bad meal, mm-hmm. you know how it made you feel. So next time do something different or just enjoy yourself and just don't beat yourself up for it because we're out here living life. There is so much out there, fast food, all that stuff. And like having a Big Mac from McDonald's is not going to totally destroy you. But if you have one every single day, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are more mindful of that. Hopefully. Is dieting and kind of, you know, food choices and everything. Is that how you got into love and chew or how did love and chew go around? And I have to explain love and chew. So yeah. And I, and I can't remember if it was your Instagram or if it was, is it on your Instagram? Is that where mm-hmm. I saw it? Yeah. Okay. So on your Instagram, when I click this love and chew thing or this link, or, you know, you have all these links or whatever. And I got <laughs> to this love and chew and I'm like, cookies. Nobody said there was going to be cookies. Like what, what is this? <laughs> and I got to read it a little bit and I'm like, how great is this? Like, not just that there's cookies. I mean, you know, but, and I, and I'm going to be honest with you as I was reading kind of a little bit about the story, which I'm going to let you tell. Yeah. You guys are kind of like adult girl scouts. Yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, I'm like, you know, but I want you to tell me the story. Tell me the story of love and chew. Yeah. Well, so the brand reached out to me. Um, and you know, I, I bit, <laughs> But I'm bubble. Um and you know their cookies hold on, are hold on one second. <laughs> hold on one second. All right, go ahead. I had I <laughs> come yeah, on. Yeah, honestly, you, you had to play it throughout one of these. Okay. Yeah. I had to have bombed one. Yeah, that was it. But, <laughs> but their cookies are locally sourced in California. And you know, since moving out here, I am a big Cali girl and you know it really inspires me to look into small and support local businesses mm-hmm. in California and you know they're women-based so AO I'm here to support all women-based right there and they donate a process or a percentage of profits to the Oasis um, of girls so it's an SF-based nonprofit that supports young girls of color in low-income communities so they stand behind something that is incredible i mean there's so much that goes on in the world with um you know black lives matter asian hate all of that and you know i am an ally and i am so excited to be a part of this brand who is also an ally as well and you know the brand has delicious muffy like cookies um and if people are from st louis st louis bread co or panera from anyone who is not but it's definitely st louis bread co get it right but they just taste so good and they have seven grams of protein. They come from almonds. They're gluten-free. And it's like you're able to enjoy this amazing cookie and not feel bad about yourself. And, you know, if you want to enjoy that cookie, a regular cookie, that's totally fine. But why not swap it out with something that's so much more delicious in a way? And it's going to make you feel better in the long run. Well, and support an amazing organization. Yeah. I mean yeah. – you know, and that's, and like I said, when I was reading, I'm just like, I mean, you know, obviously the message and the, the thing is much bigger than, you know, Girl Scouts, but in a way it was kind of like, <laughs> damn it, they're selling Girl Scout cookies. Like, you know, and I was actually looking, I, um, I'm like, I put the, like I said, I put the link in the show notes because, and in fact, I think I put in big parentheses, like get cookies here. Um, <laughs> Did you put my code for people to use? 
for 15% off. No, I didn't know. There's a code. Like, I didn't know. There's a code. I didn't Daybox know. 15. It's on my, I know, it's on all my links on there, on my link tree on Instagram. But Daybox 15, you'll get 15% off. And they'll be like, hey, she's bringing in a lot of people for our cookies. Let's give her something. And they're also coming, if anyone's in the Bay Area, they're coming up to North Bay um, in Whole Foods. So super oh. exciting, August, September, their target to launch in Whole Foods. Um, so that is an incredible accomplishment, and I'm super proud of them. Well, and I have to tell you that I'm super honored because I, you're the first person to ever be able to have an actual promo code on my show. That's huge. <laughs> like this is a mo- – I feel like there should be some band music. There should be a big thing. I don't have any two- – queued up but that's amazing yes use use um jess's promo code you want to get them cookies you might as well get them for a discount and show some love to show show some love to j max like where's the love damn it i get i get a percent of that too so it works out out. okay now now i'm feeling like okay so god i gotta order a lot of cookies because she came on the show well i used to be i used to be a brownie um slash Girl Scout. So it honestly just full circle. I'm here for it. I would be going around selling those dosy dos. All right. The so now dosy dos. <laughs> oh my goodness. The dosy dos. I'll say the Samoas were probably my favorite though. I went ham on those Samoas. I actually have a beer in my fridge right now that is a Samoa like Girl Scout cookie base. I haven't tried it yet. It's nine percent. I'm a little scared, girl. Nine percent. It's a tall boy. So nine percent at your body weight. I'm gonna just tell you right now. Don't drive. <laughs> like you, you, let me just say. I'm an avid beer drinker. Like I'll have one to two to three beers a night because it's delicious for me. And like that started during quarantine, but it's still great. <laughs> I love. I love beer. People are like, you really do drink beer every night, don't you? I'm like, at least a glass. I mean, it's like a glass of wine. But it's a beer. It's a but it's a, beer. Beer. it's a beer. I so I'm kind of funny when it comes to beer because I one I have to be in the mood for it, and two it has to be like a certain I don't know I just have to be in, in weird mood. I have a great story about beer, but I it's for me it's not my go to. But if it's the right moment in the right place, then it's yeah. My wife's mother's current husband when he comes out in April, we golf all the time so we were golfing on a course and um it was a really long day and it was really sucky and the people in front of us really sucked and we were dying and we get on the tee box for the 18th and we're waiting and we're waiting and there's houses that line the golf course and this little lady screams at us and asks if we would come over and sing happy birthday to her friend we didn't have anything going so we went yeah right yeah like how Sure. sure why not so we go over and we sing happy birthday we start heading back and they're like, oh, no, no, my husband has something for you. And he brought out two kilt lifters. And I'm like, all right, I, I'm good with that. So like, I was like, so the whole day sucked until the 18th. And I'm like, this is all right. This is good. This day ended up being okay. This I can handle this. I'm like, yeah, right. but it was hot. It was terrible. And at that moment, kilt lifter was all right. Now, would I yeah. go out and buy a sixer of kilt? Yeah, probably not. Not <laughs> no. my thing. But at the same time, at that particular moment in time, it was it was perfect, and I and I yeah. went for it. It was refreshing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> red beer. I like red beer in the summer. A red ale is absolutely delicious. An Irish red ale, um, one of my favorites. I worked at a brewery in Lexington, Kentucky, and they had a really great Irish red ale. Um, and then I had one, not that brewery, but they had one that was an IPA red ale. 
So like, and uh, oh, and I love IPAs. It's just, it's, I'm really into IPAs. Like, if you don't have an IPA, like, I don't want to talk to you type thing. Um, I'm a stickler. But, yeah, I, I encourage anyone out there to try Red Ale IPA, especially you, Earl, even if you don't like beer that much. Just tell yourself, affirm yourself that you're going to like it. And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> slid it right in there. Um, right. We actually have friends, Kelly and Joe, who are great friends of ours. They're they're into those, like, IPAs and stuff and those mm-hmm. beers and stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I would definitely, like, okay, I'll try it. But they'll, they would be the connoisseurs that, like, could easily give me a list of what's, oh, like, do this, don't do that. But... Yeah. All right, so an Irish red ale. All right, I'll have to do that only because I've been so now for the rest of like the rest of the night I'll be like you're going to enjoy the ale. The ale is good for you. Feel how cold the ale is. The bottle's nice. Like this is my affirmation like for ASMR ale. ASMR right now. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know. I um, is, can you you can speak ASMR? Yeah, of course. Right, well, you I, really you honestly made me want a red ale. So right after we're done here, I'm gonna go get a red ale. That's gonna be my thing tonight. <laughs> so I, it's funny you should say that because I've done, like I've had several ca- casts and they've been like, you know, you, your voice, you're do you have a great voice for like radio. And I said, yes, look at this face. This is all radio. <laughs> this is this is radio. This is, you know, television. No. Radio. Yes. Yes. You're going to be great at radio. I think you would kill it in both. We're doing basically a radio podcast <laughs> or an actual video. It's like we're on screen. We could be on um, what's the best talk show out there. I don't know. I don't watch TV. I, I was like, I, I don't really have a clue. <laughs> I don't watch TV. I, you know, and I kind of feel bad because with the internet, Hulu and Netflix and um, HBO and Disney Plus. Yeah, I threw it out there. And Amazon. And Amazon. <laughs> Amazon yeah, I have Amazon. <laughs> so yep, many. Amazon Video. And then, and then, of course, I have Apple. So I have an Apple TV. So I have Apple Plus or whatever it is. But I haven't watched like cable news or mm. shows in for so long. And I couldn't even tell you what's on TV. Like, I no. don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly so out of pop culture. I mean, when it, when it comes to, you know, TikToks and, and reels and stuff on, on Instagram and I, you know, I try my hand. I don't know if you've seen my TikToks. Um, I blew up on one of my TikToks because I put on, I have a, a bathing suit that looks like a man. Um, oh, I've seen those where it's like hairy okay. chest. Yeah. I, it's, it's on my Instagram too. So basically I, I was doing a, um, I don't know the song where you change outfit. So I definitely had a thirst trap out there, had a bunch of swimsuits on there. And then I ended with the one with the hairy chest. I got 1.4 million views. I had like 120,000 likes and then TikTok said that it was provocative. So they took it down. I tried to appeal it, but they didn't like it, but that's okay. Um, but that is, I don't know where that story was going, but hey, check me out on TikTok. <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> so I'm literally going into your Instagram right now because I'm trying to find, and I don't even know if I can find your Instagram, but um, I'm going to try to find it because I I have to like I we're, I'm doing this live because I really oh there you are JBX right there I found you okay oh this is the one where you're at the beach hang on this isn't the this is uh, wait are you on face or Instagram or TikTok Instagram so hang on okay. so. And first of all, I want to say that um, I'm not judging, but the fact that you actually threw out thirst trap, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, really? Girl, I put my butt all over my Instagram. Like, I have coworkers following me, but I'm all about you deserve to be seen. If you're working hard, show yourself. 
and that's that's where I'll just I'll leave it there. I want to say <laughs> I'm gonna stop um, right it's, there. It's She's the in. one after this picture. Oh, hang so, on, hang on. I gotta get back. Okay, how far up was that? Um, it was May first is when I posted it. Also, oh, it's closer than okay. Hang on, I gotta okay. Wait, um, <laughs> I'm wearing a black swimsuit doing the peace sign. It says five swimsuits from Amazon. Oh, 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 okay, here, okay, so, okay, so we're starting off, I'm gonna run through this, so we're starting off in the gray sweats, yes. then we get the black swimsuit, then we get this All red right. thing, the blue, th- whoa, what, that blue, oh my goodness, that's funny, <laughs> alright, hang on, I gotta go back through, because I gotta pause it, how do you pause, can you pause, can, you can't pause it on you this, can, can you? You can pause it on TikTok, but you can't pause it on Instagram, it is, you have to, you have to do a screenshot, that, I do have like a picture, I'm like, wait, right? That is hilarious. So that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. So what it is, I have to describe this for anybody who doesn't know. It is a one piece, but it literally looks like a hairy dude's chest. It looks, it does look flesh tone. With I mean, nipples. With nip- oh yeah, no, no. They were full on. Like they were full on. Yeah. You could like, he was cold. It was freezing yes. when they took that yes. photo for him, but it's like a full guy, full frontal, but I could see where in a flash it's skin toned. Like you could, it, you could oh, easily yeah. think, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're one. People were like coming at me. Like you're so you're naked. That's like appalling. I'm like, thank you so much for your feedback. Watch it again. Like give me another view. Um, but yeah, I was <laughs> like, but TikTok, watch it again. <laughs> give me another view. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's funny that you bring up the reels thing and the TikTok thing, because I actually had where I was trying to figure out how I could put reels on my iPad have my phone on TikTok and do a live podcast on the two platforms at the same time. Okay, go on. And I, but oh, I, I, butch, I butch, well, that's the thing. So here's the weird part. So like, like I have this audio set up, right? Yeah. I can't tell if they can hear me. Are you on live? Yeah. Okay. Oh, did I forget to tell you that nobody actually showed up? So okay. I can, Earl, <laughs> hey, we so, all start somewhere. I literally used to host workouts. In, in January of 2020, I was like, I'm going to do JBAX Live. You know, I'm going right. to start this JBAX Live series. So I started it. Right. Yeah. I had I had two people show up to actually do the workouts. And then I had one view. So it's like I had two people and then one person dropped off. But here's me saying keep on doing it because that one person, she lives in Maine. Oh, nice. Maine. And I was doing it out in California. And she and I ended up working together through my entire Thrive program. She is absolutely incredible. Maddie is her name. She is amazing. I value and adore her incredibly. But it's like that one person showed up. And that's my biggest thing. If one person sees it, it's going to make an impact on them. So just do it. Just post it. Well, like, just share yourself. And, I'm, and I might. But it, like I said, it was so – because I really <laughs> wanted somebody to get on there so I could be like – can you hear me? Like, do I need to, yeah. adjust, like, you know, <laughs> well, but, do you need me to come on and can you let you know? I'll send like, you, call yeah. me up. I will. I'll send you a link and I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I just need you to come on long enough to tell me if you can hear me. Like I, <laughs> well, and Earl, what we can do is you can, I can start an IGTV alive and then I'll bring you on and then we can see if people can hear you, people will join. And then we can let everyone know that my podcast is released between you and me. And we should we'll do that sometime. We really should. Yeah. We should, why do not? A, we should do a show sometime on yeah. your show about anything that you want. And it's funny because, you know, I do my podcast is just me talking and yep. I'm great at it. I love to do it. 
Um, but you inspired me. I'm going to start having guests on my podcast. You should. I want to know what's next for you. Where, where, what's, what's the next ev- evolution in your life? I always ask everybody, what's their next evolution? What's yeah, next? Uh, well, so much, so much. Um, JVAX was doing a lot of home-based programs with the pandemic, doing a lot of home, um, you know, home conversations, home workouts, but I'm releasing a new program. It's going to be gym-based. I am so freaking stoked. The name is my favorite part ever. Um, it is called Grow That Donk, a GTD program. We're growing that booty, baby. Nice. So Grow That Donk program is coming out within the next month or two. And then, um, you know, I still want to keep that meditation coming on. I'm going to be on Insight Timer um, coming up. So that's a really great app for everyone to kind of get their meditations on. It's a free app. You get so many resources. Um, so I'm uploading that to there. And then I'm going to start connecting um, with people and have a uh, on my podcast so three things i'm really passionate about i'm able to really put my all into it love it where do we find you tell me give me the list where do we find you besides everywhere oh my gosh i know everywhere um okay so instagram jbaxfit j-b-a-x-f-i-t you can find me on my website www.jbaxfit.com I am on tiktok jbaxboy j-b-a-x-b-o-i is that all I have? I think that's all I have. But if you want to talk to me, best place to reach out to me is Instagram. I love going through my DMs and sending voice memos or video chats. I don't like typing. So this is the best way for me to connect with you. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Talking to you. <laughs> I love it. This is what I do for a living, actually, too. I don't know if you knew that. I, I uh, plan events uh, at Google. So I, I do GBC chats all the time. Oh. So this is... This is normal for me. This is I your wheelhouse. Off, I just popped off my uh, my Google laptop, and now I'm talking to you on GBC on my, my Apple. So this is amazing for me, and I really, really appreciate talking to you. I've had so much fun. Thank you for having me. I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Real. You've been listening to the Edited for Content podcast. Again, if you enjoyed it, let me know, share it, and come back again. Thanks for listening, my friend. Have a great day.